everyone, welcome to another CornerCast podcast here on casterscorner.com. I'm your host, Khalil, and this week on the podcast, uh, we actually recorded this podcast a few weeks ago, um, MCU Collector 24, or MCU Collector, uh, yeah, 24, on all platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and mcucollector.com, as I believe is, yeah, oh, mcucollector.com is his website, and um been a big fan of his for the past um year or so when I found his account about a year ago and saw that he was coming to Toy Fair in February and as soon as I saw him first thing I did was run up and say hi you know introduce myself ask him to see Stan Lee because he got this Marvel Legends Stan Lee early earlier than everybody else and I was psyched to see it <clears throat> and it's another one of those instances where um we were so lucky to have that event right before everything shut down because that probably would have been a big event that would have gotten either shut down or questioned whether or not we should go to it. And so it was really nice to meet him in person and, um, yeah. And, and, and just share stories and, and offer help where we can. And we've been friendly on, on social media, you know, message each other back and forth and, um, just a really great guy. And so it was really great to invite him on the podcast, sit, sit down and, and spend an afternoon, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is going, um, just talking and talking toys and talking life and talking, you know, collecting, um, and then trying to figure things out. And you're going to notice I had a phone call in the middle. Um, so you might notice a little, you know, jump at the beginning of the podcast, um, where I had to, uh, cut that out. But, um, but yeah, no, we had a, um, I really enjoyed my time with him. He's a really great guy. I was looking forward to seeing him at San Diego and, um, and, and, you know, doing more events and, you know, everything's kind of in flux right now, but, um, still follow him, still hang out, uh, and, and talk to him and, um, really enjoy all the posts he gets and, and God, you know, he's, <laughs> we talked a little bit about being focused and I, and I tease him once in a while because he posts things outside of, you know. Marvel, um, cinematic universe. Um, you know, he's into power Rangers and stuff. And so, you know, it's nice to kind of see that kind of, and, and how I have branched out way too far. Um, I've spread myself way too thin, but, um, as someone recently said to me, I guess it's my shtick. Um, and it is, so I really enjoyed it. But anyway, um, so back to, uh, MCU collector, it was really great to be able to catch up with him, learn a little bit about him, um, and, uh, we really just, you know, just chatted on a Saturday afternoon. Um, so it was great. So make sure you follow him, MCU collector 24 on all social and it's mcucollector.com. Um, he posts news and updates there. Um, and all of his links are there too. Everything will be down there. Um, tomorrow afternoon, we are going to do our holiday giveaway. I know we said we were going to do it before Thanksgiving, but we had some personal things going on, so we weren't able to do it. But we're going to start our giveaway starting tomorrow. So hold me to it if you're one of our listeners and you want to win some fun stuff. I hinted that Mandalorian stuff is going to be first. Um, make sure you check out our Instagram. That's what will be posted. Uh, yeah, so make sure to follow us. We're at Caster's Corner on all social media. Um, make sure you visit uh, casterscorner.com. Remember to uh, rate, review, subscribe, download, share out the podcast where all your podcasts can be found. We really appreciate all the support. And 
yeah, I mean, uh, we got more fun podcasts coming. So enjoy. Uh, make sure to follow MCU Collector 24 on all social and as well as this website, mcucollector.com. And uh, yeah, I guess without further ado, it is me and MCU Collector. Enjoy, everybody. So uh, I I literally almost ran out of my house this morning because I was going to text you and go, hey, where did you get the Doom early? Um, and then I saw the actual video review. I was watching the review. Okay. And yeah. I saw the sticker on the box. And I'm like, all right, GameStop. There's like four GameStops. I, can, I have two hours. Where can I go? Um, and nobody in my state has them yet. Um, so that was... Really? Yeah. Well, at so least they're, they're not on the site. Like, So I can't like search through the site. Right. So, I, you, you know, gotta, I, you got to you got to call them, okay. call them and say, hey, do you guys have the, the retro Fantastic Four Dr. Doom? Because they can pull it up on their computer and then they can tell you, I think they have they have a hundred mile radius that yeah. they can actually. Look. Yeah. Yeah. But the website lists it as nobody in stock. Um, and there, there's a couple kind of sketchy game stops here in connecticut that are like did you pre-order like they go through the whole thing they're like well did you pre-order no well then you're not getting this like and so eh, it's not as much fun to kind of go into the store they give you such a hard time yeah yeah that's kind of a dick move right um so you actually seen it on the website every time i try to look on the website it's like the old super scroll dr doom yeah so i typed i googled it I Googled retro Dr. Doom GameStop and it's like the sixth result down on Google. It's not even at the top or in the shopping. That's so weird. I like when I just go to GameStop.com and try and search. For yeah. It, you I can't, can't find, find it that way. Method. Oh, interesting. Ah, a little trick. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's, um, I've found having to be a lot more savvy and trying to find toys lately, which <laughs> can get annoying. Right? Yeah. Well, I, you know, Dan Larson did that post about like how to fix things two years ago on toy galaxy. Like what's wrong? Like the toy industry's broken. Um, and he was like, well, here's my his this year. Yeah. Yeah. He referenced <laughs> it. And, uh, oh, I felt the same. I think I had like four people come up to me um, or text me or, or whatever. And just had that same sentiment of like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I just, I can't, I can't deal with this. Um, and I was like, it's not, you know, the pandemic is making everybody nutty about it, but, um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's any better or worse than it was before. Our nerves are just frayed more. I think that's my perspective Um, on it. Yeah, I would, I would say so. I think, I think it's that perception that things are, are crazy. And I think more so now than ever, I, I think people are ordering online more so to where, you know, these, these online toy sites, they only get so much stock to ship out, you mm. know, at any particular time. So they can't fulfill all orders. So, so then so many orders kind of get backlogged and back ordered and takes so long. So when people start popping up with some of this new stuff that they've gotten online, it's like, well, where the heck is it? Um, and I think that goes, people goes crazy. Cause then people go to the store and they don't see it at the store yet. And it's like, well, what's going on? So then it's just this whole mentality, I think, because for the most part, I'm still getting everything that I've always gotten before. Nothing's really changed for me, you know? Yeah. No, it, things haven't, I, I will notice. And uh, one thing I noticed is that, um, 
like the Star Wars Black series, the the wave yeah. with when they changed the packaging. So it had Akbar and the new clone yeah. and the new trooper. Tebow. Yeah, yeah. So our stores here in Connecticut are targets because I use Pop Finder. Like it's not a secret. Like everybody should. Because Every, everybody, right, everybody should. Yeah. Some people still don't know about it. I'm like, how do you not know? I say that all the time. I'm like, did you check? And they're like, what's that? And I'm like, okay, listen. Like if you're not using this and you're actually collecting, like, come on. Um, yeah, you're not even trying. Not no. even trying. <laughs> and uh, I, I know for a fact that our stores only got one case um, and one store got two. So if if a collector walked in, they'd buy the entire case, and then yeah. now they're onto the new one. And for the past four weeks, we have not had a restock of Star Wars Black in the state. Uh, that's for basically that's kind of what I've been seeing, especially here in Northern California. It, it it's great for hunting, and it's also at times not great for hunting because when something hits, you get it, and then it's spaced out between the next time it hit so that black series wave i had seen a couple like i had seen akbar i may have seen tebow in a store um but other than that i really haven't seen any of those other figures because they came and they went quick Mm -hmm. one store did get two cases and they were gone that day yeah um so it was just it was crazy so like to try and get the best car mandalorian forget it right that yeah. all mine was probably the only way that you would be able to get that figure so thank god for amazon because amazon had finally fulfilled mine and i do have it now yeah no i lucked out they were stocking the shelf at lunch and i was on a lunch break and i walked in and the case was just sitting there and i was like i will take that mandalorian i'll happily <laughs> take him um but that was it that store got two cases and then that was it and so you know, I know there's at least a dozen collectors that I'm like, we have a little Facebook group here in Connecticut that we share. Oh, you nice. know, what are you looking for? How can we help? You know, we post sightings and things like that. And, um, you know, if if all of us want it, there's not enough to like go around. And it's it's the idea that like a store is getting one case um, of this thing. And it just, I don't know, that seems a little bit... Um, weird i mean that you know you've got a real estate of like three pegs right so star wars black in our store takes up two to three pegs you get one case and that peg is now going to stay empty for a month two months yeah that's 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 a definite problem and see and then so everyone talks about hasbro's distribution is terrible their their distribution to be fair i I don't think that's on hasbro unless Hasbro isn't providing the quantities to Target. I think it's more Target is only ordering so much to to go for their warehouse. That warehouse then has to share with however many stores in a particular territory. Um, and, and that's kind of how that breaks down. Stores don't want to be overloaded with all this inventory. The, the good old days people were talking about where you used to walk into Toys R Us and you, the pegs would be full of everything. Stores don't want to do that because if it's full, people aren't actually buying that stuff. That's why it's full. You know, So the stores, they, they go pretty conservative in what they order. Not always, because sometimes you, you see stuff that's just like you know Storm and Thunderbird packed up on a shelf. Yeah, like that was such a <laughs> so, surprise. Yeah, so it's it's kind of crazy how that goes. So I think these stores they tend to not want to get so much inventory in, um, and and I don't know how. Like I have some ideas, and who knows? I could be completely wrong. But when you look at if people are ordering online like crazy, so Target has a bot problem. We know that 
So if pre-orders, um, if they get a crazy amount of orders, I don't know how the distribution works because I would imagine that there's a fulfillment center that handles online orders and the warehouses, the distribution centers would handle store orders. Whether they do both, I, I don't really know that. I would imagine it'd be separate. I don't think so. Yeah, I think knows? they are separate. I think like Target.com is separate from Target proper. Like, right, which would make complete sense because you would have a particular stock for your online orders only, particular stock that's going to go out to the stores. So I don't know if you know so many online orders then some of that it, a lot of that shipment then gets more so directed to online distribution um versus the store distribution centers and maybe that's also another thing but again that's on the retailers that's not on hasbro right you know hasbro wants to get these figures in everyone's hands i i i, I truly believe that but then it's up to the retailers for that to actually happen well and then there's a the whole argument of like why can't pulse fulfill orders faster or or be more reliable as far as getting things. And, and it's like, well, because they want the support of the brick and mortar, so they can't cut them off at the knees. Like, you know, the, there was a whole discussion of like the GI Joe classified line. Um, and, and it's, it's an in-house product, right? So the idea of GI Joe should be able to undercut the cost of normal retail. Like, we should have more accessories. We should have more heads, theoretically, because there's not the licensing for right. it. So well, I think we get that in the articulation, though. Yeah, but it would be nice to have something a little bit different. You know, I, I mean, if, if you look at a Marvel Legend and you look at a at, at a classified, there's not much difference there. Um, but they can't pack a GI Joe figure with all these accessories, and then a Marvel Legend for the same price doesn't have that amount of stuff in the package you know because it, yeah. it, it's in black series too it's like this 20 dollars price point so they all have to share some similarities um yeah. but they also can't cut them off and say hey we're gonna sell it at two dollars less and we're gonna get it to customers first because then nobody would shop at target or walmart for the most part if they had the option right i i agree with you and then you know jay jc he had talked about this on like a facebook post or something where he doesn't like the idea of pulse because it undercuts the brick and mortar or well more so the online retailers and then local comic shops that that get their merchandise from like entertainment earth distribution mm -hmm. or whatever um and it can undercut them because if you're going direct from hasbro um, you're less likely to shop your local comic shop or whatever. So I, I understand his point, but I also understand that Hasbro Pulse, you know, it's a great avenue for them to get product out directly to shoppers because as big as Hasbro Pulse has become, I still think it's small in comparison. Lots of people still don't order from Pulse. You'll still get people all these things like, well, how do you become a member of Hasbro Pulse? I'm like, it's just an online shop. You don't. Yes. Yeah. I mean, sure, there's the premium membership, but you just you know, order you shop there. Yeah. yeah. You just shop it. So, I, I mean, I, I think it is that great Avenue for when they have the exclusives and stuff like that. And I think to maintain that they would have to sell, you know, year round daily and have some of those things available. And I hear people always coming up with the excuse that says, well, Hasbro pulse where uh, customers come first or fans come first. It's like, I don't think they literally mean like, before anyone else first right it's the idea is hey fans collectors here is a great place for you to shop where it's all about the collector items right so they don't sell basic um kid budget line figures and things right. like that it's it's the collector stuff 
and that's where the fans first idea comes from yeah no and it's the exclusives and it's all that and it it's it's a nice safety net because for the most part if you want the generally stuff that's going to hit stores and you don't want to go looking for it and you don't care when you get it then you can shop there and and right. you i i've never had a pulse order canceled for the most part i i right. i can I say haven't. that so. I, not that I order from Pulse very often, because again, I'm 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 a very impatient person. I don't hide that fact. I know. Right? I've, if I I've want seen something, your I want it. I want it now. Where is my Power Rangers Lightning Collection Wave Seven? Damn it! Why hasn't my targets gotten that yet? So I I want it now. So that's why I tend to not order from Pulse to begin with. Anyway, you know, Pulse Premium is awesome. I get free shipping, but you know how long that goddamn free shipping takes to get from Pennsylvania to California. It's ridiculous. Yeah, see, for me though, it's a, it's 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 a good thing for me because I'm in yeah. Connecticut, and if they if I get a shipping notification today, I'll get it on Monday. So it is see, it's two day free shipping. Like it's yeah, it's great see, for me. Uh, you know, so if I get something from like Entertainment Earth, it's a couple of days for me. If I yeah. if I get FedEx shipping, FedEx is good now. FedEx was terrible um, a month ago, but you know now you know I can get something. Pretty pretty quick. Target ships ground and it's not so bad. If I get stuff from Best Buy, it's a pretty quick turnaround because just you know, like in Dinuba, a few hours away, four out three four hours away, um, I can get it in a, a day or two. You know, GameStop is pretty quick from Texas. It's just Pulse and like Mezco coming from the East Coast. It just takes so damn long. Yeah, no, that's the one advantage of being here in Connecticut. It's literally one to two days tops for either one of those places so that that's an advantage but um yeah no you seem like it drives me nuts because i see you post something and i'm like all right i can't go out to the stores because he's in northern california so i have to wait at least two weeks before anything you have ends up over here at minimum so it's like that's that's the hard part about it right the general but you've been you've been getting a lot of great finds lately you know, I, I've got two guys that are my best friends and they share pictures. So Bill and Junior do a lot of hunting and, and taking pictures. So between the three of us and there's a new guy kind of in the rotation here, Ben, that kind of helps us with stuff. Um, and so between the four of us, like we can find almost anything like and we have the same problem of like I want it and I want it now. And like the panic a little bit sets in. Um, but for some reason, I mean, on a good day, if I'm, if I'm, if I leave early for work, I can hit maybe four targets on the way in and at least seven or eight Walgreens. Wow. Like just just, how much, er how early are we talking for you to go to work? Um, like an hour. Cause it's, Uh, it's about 10 minutes in and out, right? In and out, out. 10 minute in and out. And with pop finder, it makes it even easier. Um, so like, so if I have to ask for it, then I know I'm going to stay, you know, I'll be like, so if I leave about an hour early, like I can't hit all the targets and all the Walgreens, but you know, it's an extra hour pretty much either on the way home or on the way back. And I don't have That's to go out of my way. Um, yeah. And there's a couple of Walgreens that for whatever reason get stuff like consistently early. So like, I know if it pops up, like if I know if a mini mate pops up, I will go to this one Walgreen like a week after it pops up the first time and it'll usually be there. See, I, I have one Walgreens in particular that's like that also, but they've been letting me down lately. <laughs> but they're they're usually pretty good about getting stuff. Yeah, I think you got the Centurion before anybody else did. Like, you got it pretty early. You got Moon Knight and the Centurion pretty early. 
Yeah. Uh, Moon Knight, I don't really remember anything too special about Moon Knight. And I don't think, I didn't find Moon Knight. I did later on that day. But when I had first gotten it, see, I have a great buddy, Anthony SpawnXD209 on Instagram. Um, me and him, we're like a team, I guess. You know, he's always looking out for me. I'm always looking out for him. But he has, um, he hunts a lot more than than me. He's he's become the hunter in this area, um, hands down. So he helps me out quite a bit. So like Moon Knight, he had found Silver Centurion. He had found for me also because it's funny. I had I had I was just in that town at that Walgreens. I was there. Less than an hour later, he goes in. He's like, oh, look at this. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I was just there. So it's yeah. just one of those things. But somebody in Sacramento had first found it, and they were like, look what I found. I'm like, holy shit. How is that in stores already? Um, so now Spawn XT and I, we joked. It's like, oh, we're going to go to Walgreens. We're going to find you know Silver Surfer, and he's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or or whatever. If you know, I wonder what's going to happen with those Eternal figures. Like, Because... <sighs> Well, they're in the I, system, right? But um, Ryan had said that they are not. I forget whose interview it was. I don't know because they had the Hasbro team had done several interviews mm-hmm. recently, and I forget exactly whose interview it was. Um, but they had talked about it, and they said the Walgreens will absolutely not be getting those eternal those Eternals figures. Well, just uh, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where like, was it what did they have enough time to pull them back? Like, and that's that's the question. And right, so, so apparently they did. I wish they didn't, but I guess they did. And then somebody on OfferUp has Crow, the deluxe figure. Mm-hmm. Um, they were selling it for a hundred bucks. I'm like, you know, two and a half times. That's not bad though. Uh, I, I, you're right. I was like, I'll, I'll pay for it. Right. So I messaged the guy and he's like, Oh, you know, I can't really, you know, I could meet up and then, you know, we can't really ship. I'll be busy. My girlfriend and stuff. I'm like, well, that seems kind of all a little iffy and whatnot. So he just kind of ghosted and never answered any of my messages, but I was ready. I was ready to pay for it and have it shipped up to me somewhere in SoCal. No clue how he got it. Um, but no, I've got a couple of those guys over here on the East Coast too that they'll message me once in a while and be like, "Look what I got!" I'm like, "How?" And they're like, "Well, we can't really explain." And I, I, I've never actually heard the actual reasoning behind it, but you know, like they had the Spider-Man um, classics wave, the retro wave. I want to say, I don't know, a week or two after Toy Fair or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it was. <laughs> It was it was so close. It was like March. It was early March that he got him, and I was like, "Oh my god! Like, how did you, how'd you get those?" And he's like, "I have a friend that gave them to me, and I can't tell you who my friend is." And you know, he he got he got all that stuff early. So that that's the hard part of waiting because like I I see him online and I can't. Yeah, I can. Oh man, I'd be like, wait a second, you know, and then. So we had, you know, that for that one picture that's floating around now, just, you know, yep. a day or two ago, the cyborg Spider-Man. Um, no clue who that person is, no. how they got it, where they're located, what the situation is. Apparently they have Rogue and Gambit also. I want to know how, because I want them like now. Yeah. Like I, I was stalking Target um to see if maybe they slip up and accidentally put it on a peg somewhere. Uh, but there's nothing there. No rogue, no gambit. No, 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 no. They're not going to be. Yeah. I, I think that's like an inside kind of, you know, 
samples go out and people get them early and I'd like to be one of those people someday, but I don't know. It's not going to, it's not now. How, how do they get it? Cause Hasbro, they don't tend to ship out review samples for people in any way. So where are these people getting it? Is it direct from somebody working in the factory and wherever, wherever they are? Yeah. Sending them over. I think it is like that. If anybody's listening. Yeah, no, I would too. And I, I keep your name out of it. I'd post pictures, but I keep your name out of it. Um, yeah, I absolutely would. I'd be like, you know what? I just found it on my doorstep. I don't know how I got there, but check it out. Right? I don't ask questions. Um, yeah. No, but, and and yeah, no, that whatever Hasbro deal made with Target, I don't know. It's not going to be a good thing for any of us, I don't think, for a lot of ways. In between Joe and the, now the retro, whatever that retro end cap is going to be, you know, yeah, it's going to be interesting was- to see how it goes. Yeah, and you because well, it, it's so it's so hard to judge because you know a year ago, if you would have said Target exclusive, everybody would have a sigh of relief and say, "Oh, it's going to be exclusive to Target." Thank God, we're going to be good. Yeah, they always have plenty of quantities. We don't have to worry. And then Carbonized Mandalorian hit, and it's like shit hits the fan when it comes to Target Target exclusives and. They, they become like impossible. But then you have your odd ones where it's like those deluxe figures. Moloch was nobody would want to no. buy it. Morian Guard was did pretty well. But, that, you know, you circle back around that white suit Black Widow didn't do too hot. I no. mean, it, did, it wasn't bad. But then Star Boost Iron Man, I wouldn't have thought would have been crazy, but I hardly seen it, even though I've seen it kind of pop up a little bit more recently. Um, but then Storm Thunderbird is filling up the entire damn shelf. And it's like, what the hell is really going on here? I just don't know. I actually haven't seen them on shelf yet, to be honest with you. Like, we got ours on Storm and Thunderbird? Storm Storm and Thunderbird, yeah. Really? Because they're flooded here. Flooded. I saw one that yesterday, 12 of them on the shelf. 12. Yeah, no. Here it was um, because they weren't register locked. So we went to every time they would drop on Pop Finder, I'd run to that store and go, okay, where are they? Um, and found out that an employee was selling it out of the back. <laughs> and so like the stock kept going down and I actually asked the manager, I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like they're, they're street. Like I went up and gave them the DCPI and said, Hey, you know, what is it? Like, where is it? And they go first words out of their mouth were, Oh, this is street dated for Sunday. And I'm like, right. great. Okay. I'm like, but you sold one today. And the manager was like, okay, that won't happen. And then I checked Pop Finder the next day, and sure enough, that store had sold it again. And I was yeah, like, listen. This, yeah. So I don't I, understand the street date thing because so, – so a, a couple of things. I've worked retail, so I have a, a basic understanding of certain things, right? So you look at Pop Finder, and you put in that DPCI, and it says street date. That street date – should apply to the stores, but lots of times it's like an online only type street date. So like that storm Thunderbird pack street date 10, four, but it wasn't register law. Right. Power Rangers figures. If they scan with their device, the individual figure it scans, it comes up with the DPCI of that figure and not the assortment DPCI, which would not be street dated. So there's just weird things. It's like, why is their system set up that way? If it goes through the register, it's the assortment DPCI. But if you scan it individually, why does it come up the individual DPCI number? Like that because, doesn't make any sense. Well, from what I've heard is that because you can do in-store pickup, all the items in the store have to be individually coded so they can pull it from for for an online order. Right. 
But the but the the store inventory doesn't reflect that individual DPCI. Yes, it does. It, there's a different setting. I talked to his target manager and I saw the the thing. And there's a different setting that only like store managers themselves have, not the not the department people have, that will show them individually what stuff is, so they can pull individual ones. Or at least that's what I was told and shown. Um, uh, that that seems like a complicated system. That could be the does. case. I just don't see how they can properly keep track of inventory that way. Because you have, say, you have two figures. Okay, so let's say the Joe Fix It Wave mm-hmm. assortment DPCI when you scan it at the register. Right. So if you have a King and a Falcon, say I scan King twice, the receipt it would have been the same regardless right. anyway. So how could they properly keep track of that inventory? That seems weird. But the new thing. And I don't know how this, why this is becoming. So the Venom Wave is hitting Target stores, but they're getting the solid case solid back. Cases. So they're getting Ghost Rider, they're getting Miles, they're getting the Venom. Why in the world would they do that for in store? So it's cool for those popular figures, but in general, you don't want to go into the store and just get one figure. I mean, I guess I speak for me probably a little too much. I want the whole damn wave. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. But I, my right, best so, friend only wanted Venom, so he was happy. But they're street yeah, so dated they, at Target. Yeah, uh, street, yeah, and it's street dated because it's the individual DPCI and no assortment DPCI. Yeah. Which I don't even know of an assortment DPCI at all. Usually there's ways to find them. With that wave, there may not even be one. So I don't know that they'll even get the assortment cases, which just blows my mind. Like, What? Why would you do the solid case packs? Nobody's going to buy eight ghost spiders in that way. No, it's just, no, they're yeah, not. So it, it's just a really weird time with Target and things that are going on. So I pray that Gambit and Rogue will be easy to get. Um, hopefully Hasbro knew the demand, at least for Rogue, that it was be insane for them not to ha- to to persuade Target to put in a massive order. Yeah, no, I I hope so too, and I hope that you know we online is an opportunity, and I, there's consistency. You know, like there's not a stupid thing blocking us in some way. You know, at some point, I hope it. I just hope it's smooth. Like I didn't expect Storm and Thunderbird or any of these um, Fox X Men things to be smooth, and they were relatively smooth to get most of them. So. I hope yeah. that trend continues. So, but it's been, but yeah, like you said earlier, like circling back to that, things haven't really changed for me. Like I haven't seen a change in things like same difficulties, same frustrations. Um, I've just watched my friends spin a lot more because everybody's nerves are frayed with everything that's going on. So like a target employee not being helpful would have been like a three on a normal day and it's a nine now. I think that's yeah, ex- been- exactly right. The store associate mentality that never changed. Well, right. GI Joe may have changed them a little bit, <laughs> right? Cause they, you know, inundated yeah. with phone calls and people coming in saying, where are the GI Joe figures? And I think that whole fiasco has got people on edge even more so also, but it's that particular line that was the issue and not necessarily action figures as a whole, right. just specifically GI Joe. Hasbro knew G.I. Joe classified series would be a major hit. I didn't think it was going to be this big. No, no. Because even either. wave one, you can't find wave one anywhere. Even I'm thinking, how the hell? Yeah. Like I, I felt like I got lucky. I found another Scarlet figure the other day at GameStop when I got that Dr. Doom and it's the running change with the highlights in her hair. And I'm like, 
I just hit the jackpot for Scarlet. Like, what? Yeah, I don't know. Like, Wave 2 kind of came and went, and and Wave 3 isn't due until March. So it's going to be – well, and so there's that that weird line of I've heard that the initial stock will be January 1st, and then the restocked for most places will be March 1st. Um, So, you know, we'll see (laughs) – that's we'll a see. lot of time. That's that a is. lot of time in between. So it's it's just it's it's all kind of crazy. The, everything GI Joe is just nuts because you know the rumor list came out of that wave three to be movie Storm Shadow, movie Snake Eyes, yeah, and uh, Lady J. Right. Um. Then I heard that's delayed indefinitely until whenever the movie gets released. And then there was the wave four, which I don't even remember who was in that wave. Oh, Zartan and uh, the trooper. Cobra, yeah, Cobra yeah. Infantry. Yeah, God, that's that's another fiasco waiting to happen, right? So I I know those are kind of going to be um, beforehand and in its place, and then there's a new rumored list and everything, and then I heard something about Major Blood um, being shelved and not releasing at that same time. Yeah, I don't know. Like, well, that whole line has been like this shifting gear of like. You never know what's going to happen because Snake Eyes getting pushed from, you know, um, San Diego Comic-Con to Toy Fair, basically. And then Wave 1 getting pushed, you know, almost six months. So that's why Wave 2 and Wave 1 shipped at the same. Like, there's all these shifting gears that kind of just didn't work out. And so it's it's weird. Like, somebody texted me yesterday. I guess they had a Joe First Friday or Fan Friday. Um, and I guess oh, yeah. they didn't announce anything, right? That's what I heard. I was busy. I, I had to work and I had stuff going on. And I couldn't. Yeah, it was nothing. All they talked about was the um, the the insignias, the symbols on the side of the bo- package, and they have a breakdown. They have several different images that breaks down what every single one of them means. So I never took the time to kind of look it up on their website because I, I stupid means and just never taking the time to do it. And I should have. Uh, but in my videos, I'm like, I don't know what they mean. Right? Yeah. <laughs> They're there. And then so now they finally really say, hey, here's the complete breakdown of what every single one is. I'm like, oh, well, there, there you go. So, I mean, it was decent. But the fact that nothing was revealed, it, it's, it sucks. But, I mean, that's not the first time that Hasbro's done that on a Friday. Yeah. No, I just – well, the star, the last Star Wars one where it was just a Razor Crest, I was kind of disappointed. Um because it was like, okay, like we saw this at, at PulseCon. Like, I get it, but I, I didn't need like a whole breakdown of it. Like, can we talk about like what's coming? Like, can we talk about what's next? Like, come on. Right. Like, we didn't have San Diego. We didn't get all the teases. We didn't get all the fun stuff. Come on. Let's let's do some more kind of off the cuff doing that kind of stuff. And I don't know. Right. So how did you get into all this? I mean, I, that's the one thing. Because I looked at your Instagram and your YouTube. Like, they're like you're through the roof like you're one of the big boys um in that space um thank you um it 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 was god i don't even know because i I feel like it was actually still within like a pretty short time span because even with like youtube i'm looking at just still under four years and i i like to think that you know twenty three thousand subscribers in under four years is pretty good yeah so it's kind of crazy how all of this happened I wasn't. I was a toy guy, a toy kid when I was a kid. Like I loved action figures. I had a bunch of the Toy Biz, more uh, Spider-Man from the animated series. A bunch of those figures. I used to have a bunch of Batman figures. I was huge into Power Rangers toys, um, even wrestling figures and things. Kind of growing up, 
Um, I, I've always liked them. You know, I wasn't buying any or collecting any for a very long time. Um, and then wrestling figures kind of caught my attention when Mattel started and they ha- they were making some great wrestling yeah. figures compared to what Jax was doing. And I thought Jax was good once upon a time. Uh, but what Mattel was doing, I'm like, holy shit, these are pretty awesome. So I had gotten a few here and there, wasn't serious about it, would open them up. My son was super young at the time. I'd just kind of mess around with him and whatnot. It became a fidgety thing that would have some and just like do little moves with while I'm like doing stuff or whatever, just kind of doing it. Um, and then like the um, the Marvel movies and stuff, when they started coming out, I'm like, man, I'm loving these movies. These, these are just amazing. Um, and what first really caught my attention to the Marvel figures, um, again, was when the Iron Man 3 figures had come out. So I had seen uh, the Iron Patriot figure, the Mark 42 figure. I'm like, holy shit, those look good. Yeah. I was, I, I was a store manager for Ross, and we had gotten some in. I'm thinking, wow, these look amazing. And I still didn't buy it at the time, but I thought, holy shit, those look good. And then it wasn't until Infinite Series had come out with the Captain America figure where I was like, I like this. Mm-hmm. I want this. And then Spider-Man Infinite Series, I'm like, look at that Carnage figure. Oh, my God. Just I was blown away. So I slowly started to get into that. Um, and I, I focused mainly on the MCU stuff. And then, you know, I started placing rules and how I would collect. And it was MCU figures only. Well, then Spider-Man figures only. Only Spider-Man. Well, they maybe some of their villains. Then, and then it started just you know what? Fuck all of them. Just yeah. all, all of the Marvel Legends. You know. Um, and then I've gone back and gotten a few here and there and whatnot. Um, but that was all during that. And then w- with all that, I was going through a divorce. So the the hunting of action figures, the collecting of these things that um, really, really became that escape for me at a really tough time in life for anybody that's gone through a divorce. Um, it is not an easy thing, regardless of a situation of the divorce, whether you wanted it or the other person wanted it. it it's a, it's a difficult thing to handle. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, the action figure collecting, it, it gave me focus. It gave me purpose to, to really stop and say, okay, to get my mind off of this, what can I do? And it became the action figure thing. And see, so, and, and not to interrupt, but for me, it was the opposite. Um, I stopped. I stopped hunting. I stopped collecting. I sold off because I had every single Marvel Legends toy biz figure that they made. I had everything from for wave one, all the variants. I had army builders. I had everything. And I decided one year um, I was going to keep doing the site. I was going to keep doing the website. Um, but uh, everything had to go to pay for bills. And so I sold everything and it paid for San Diego and it paid till I got a more stable job. Um, and I, and I stopped buying cause I was deep into Legos and GI Joe and, and all like I was kind of really deep into, I was building dioramas and doing photography. And for me, it all just stopped. I was like, I just, oh. I can't, um, I have to focus on myself. Like I needed something internal rather than external to, to, so I was the opposite of you, but I get it. Cause I, I, you know, through other hard times, it has been like, yeah, no, like I'm doing this to definitely, you know, have some me time, have some, you know, focus time to kind of focus my energy somewhere else. So I get it. Um, but my divorce, it was like, 
I need out. Like I can't, I can't do this anymore. Um, so it's just interesting to kind of see how other people deal with it. Yeah. It, I, yeah. It, it, yeah. Good. Cause yeah, <laughs> we're talking complete opposites, but it, it's, it, it's interesting what, um, you know, how, how we all can cope with certain things and, you know, it's just the, the perspective of everything. It's all pretty interesting. Yeah. So then how did it go from collecting and getting interested in the stuff to building a YouTube channel and, and the Instagram both kind of exploding um, or growing, so, growing, exploding. Grow, yeah. There was, there was a time where like Instagram was like insane. I grow like a thousand followers in a week. Um, so that kind of all started just, it wasn't anything special. I didn't put a lot of thought into like, you know, I'm going to do a YouTube channel. And then like, it was just kind of the, the warlock wave hit the X-Men warlock wave hit. And it was early at target. There's yeah. a whole, there's a funny story about how I found them in stores with some of my buddies and stuff. That, that'd be for another day, but getting that wave early, I was thinking, you know what, why not, why, why not try this? You know, I see other little YouTube channels. They do stuff when they get, you know, early figures in, um, I'll give it a shot. If you go back and watch my first videos, it was the X-Men Warlock wave. And my videos were absolute shit. They were so bad. iPhone and lighting was terrible for a whole long time before I started kind of investing and getting a nice camera, getting some lights and things like that. Uh, but it just kind of started from there. And I had noticed that I'm like, you know, there's I, I'm getting some views because I'm thinking, you know, a, a, hundred views, you know, maybe, um, it was just something to do. I, I was just kind of bored, you know, why not? Um, and I had seen that there was a lot of views. I'm like, Oh, that's, that, that's interesting. So then I just kind of kept on going with it and it just kept on going, kept on going. And then it seems like people were, were starting to catch on and, and liked what I did or for the simple fact that I ended up getting figures quite early oftentimes. And it's not, it was all by chance. You know, it's not like, I, I'm like, I got to be first. It's, you know, sometimes these things just kind of happen when you get a shipment in that from a pre-order. It just, you know, there that's how it works out. Um, and so people just started watching. And I think more more so than anything, I'm sure it was just because I had, I was usually the first oftentimes or got stuff pretty early. Um, and then just from there. And now um, sometimes when I stop and think 23,000 subscribers on YouTube, like, that's crazy, right? That is that. Yeah, that's great that's though. It. It's great. I love to see, I, I really love to see it when, when good people, um, you know, get the recognition and get like the, cause like, I, I like watching your videos. I'd like following you on Instagram. I also love you calling out the bullshit in the comments of like, <laughs> Like though I love watching because that that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, yeah, no, that's what we should be doing. Like stop, like, and I, yeah, no, it's, it's been great to watch. You, react you, know, yeah, you know, sometimes he thinks like who, who's like star Wars fans are the best and they're also the worst for star Wars. Right. It's yeah. like action figure collecting fans and collectors are the best and also at times the worst. Um, it, so it, sometimes when I see some of these comments, I, I ignore, most of them before early on some really bothered me right and i'm like why is this bothering me? this is so stupid i don't care what this one person thinks and i i get that you know more more times positive stuff or whatnot people just won't comment and you know that's that's okay that's completely normal but when people are bad it's just because they want to stir up some shit they yeah. want to say stuff. so i'm just like whatever but you know every now and then you just have to have some fun with it 
right? Yeah. And so, you know, if I post it on my Instagram story, if I just do an Instagram post, you know, sometimes I try and come up with some kind of creative response at least to it and just try to have fun with it. Because at the end of the day, who cares, right? It's all just toys, man. Let's just have fun. So, so what's, so what, so, you know, you saying that you started off just kind of doing it for fun and kind of putting it out there just because you saw it. How is that, how has that changed for you? Like, because it, it seems like the production value has gone up. There's more of a signature look. Like I, it, it feels uh, uh, Brady Bunchish um, when you're posting on Instagram with the colors, you know, like the the figure in front of the colored background. Um, yeah, um, yeah, because I used to actually do the actual like Brady Bunch right posts yeah. of all the, the close ups of their heads, and I, I guess I kind of stopped doing that a little bit. Um, and I don't change the backgrounds nearly as often now. I just kind of think I'm sticking with red for the most part. Um, some of that stuff was just because you know I I didn't I don't have like some super fancy setup or anything like it's kind of a crap setup. I just poster board that leans up against a window um, with, I have this little table thing and I just have, you know, that diorama floor and it's just there. So I don't have like any kind of special setup. So, um, you know, not that I try to make things better. I, I wanted the video quality to be good, but you know how the setup is, I didn't have anything special in mind. So I'm like, Oh, well, I'll just poster board. And every now I just change it out because why not? You know, that's fun. and just switch it up. Um, so it just kind of became a thing. Now I do think I'm just getting a little bit lazy. I'm like, let me stick to one color ends up looking better. Cause you know, I've made some bad decisions with some like bright neon greens. It's like, well, that doesn't really work too well in the video, it, you know, looking back in hindsight. Um, but I, I want to try and build some of that consistency a little bit. So I think I'm sticking with red for the most part and then may change up the color every now and then depending on a particular wave or depending on a particular figure. Um, like the Star Wars Select Darth Maul, mine just shipped today. I ordered it yesterday, mm-hmm. and I got a shipping notification today. It hasn't been picked up by UPS, but I'm thinking, well, Darth Maul has got red in his head. You know, maybe I'll do a blue background for when, I, when that figure comes in. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I try to really switch it up. I think I'm just going to stick with consistency now, and I blame Unparalleled Universe for that because with his purple background and then in some of his his videos he had called out he was saying that foosh did blue toy bro does orange um all this i'm like you know people are recognizing that maybe i should just stick with one so that's kind of how that how that changed and then how do you approach like what do you do like because it seems like um, you're um uh you you churn them out like it's quick like it's a really quick turnaround because like i see um like even the early stuff like you got doom what two days ago three days ago thursday so like yeah like two days ago um and you've already got the pictures up and the review up and it's it's off off your plate pretty much so like how do you like for you like how do you prioritize that because it feels like for me it's been a job like i've been focusing like really good on the podcast and we have weekly episodes like i'm banking episodes so i don't get behind i'm not like scrambling to get somebody at the last minute you know i have time to kind of figure out a schedule with me and you and, and make this happen um for you doing that stuff which is a lot more responsive how are you kind of how do you make that happen uh it it so it depends so if i get like a bunch of stuff in at a time um i i I used to think about you know what's the most popular figure in the wave now i just kind of go in order 
that it shows on the packaging. I don't really know why. I just kind of stuck with that. Uh, but for like Doctor Doom to get that, you know, and I still had like the 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 Hellfire Club and stuff because that was so new. I tend I'll prioritize whatever is like brand new if I can get to it. You know, home life is 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 life first. So it, you know, my kids are here. I tend not to do a review. Um, or to put focus on it, you know, I'll, if I can get to it, I absolutely will. But if I don't, not big deal. I don't, um, you know, because my my kids will come first, you know. But if they're if they go to bed at a decent time, if I can get them to go to bed at a decent time, um, then you know, then I'll go in into review mode and and go through the whole thing. But I, I'll I'll prioritize whatever kind of is is popular at the time or whatever is real new hellfire club has been reviewed a bunch of times who does anybody really care about my review i'll still do it regardless whether i get you know a thousand views two thousand views five thousand views or 500 views i'll still review it um but the priority would be whatever kind of is the newest at the time mm -hmm. so if i have some stuff because i have lots of stuff that i haven't i've never even reviewed my lightning collection in space ranger the psycho rangers mm -hmm. and i'm looking right at it i still haven't reviewed that set and I think I will still at some point. So if I have stuff, but new stuff comes in, I'll prioritize that newer stuff. And and for you, is it? It does it. Does it feel like work to you? Does it feel a little monotonous, or is it still kind of fun? Um, or does it feel like you're you know dragging down? Like oh, I gotta sit down and do this. Every now and then I'll, I'll feel that way. And it's usually because of, of like work or something else that's getting me into that mood to where I'm just like tired and worn out and I just some, may not want to do it. That's more so what it is. Um, when I look at an import figure, though, um, then I definitely view it as work because those damn things, there's so many points of articulation to work around and stuff. I, I tend to feel that way, but for the most part, no, because that's the, that's, that truly is the opportunity that I have to really actually check out the figure and mess with it. You know, I can appreciate a figure while it's in package and everything, but the time that I get to open it, that's truly when I'm doing the review. Mm -hmm. And so you see the review, the way I do it, when I, when you see that clip of in package, it's because I do that. I, I, I stop the recording. I open it, look at the figure a little bit set it down in a particular way and then start the video again. That's when I'm truly like have looking at the figure and really appreciating it. And that's the most time that I get with any of my figures. Cause usually when that happens, there's going to be another review. I already have stuff lined up. So then it ends up going like on a pile right in front underneath the camera lens. And, and that's, that's, that's all I can do with the figure. Cause you know, there's only so much time in any day. And then I finally cleaned up all of that and put everything in my detoffs. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of it. Then those figures are just kind of done. Um, so the review, it's fun because I actually get to mess with the figure in that particular moment um, more so than I ever really would. Cause you know, so many figures keep coming out. I gotta, I gotta check out the new one. I gotta appreciate the new one and I lose sight of those older ones. So the, re the reviews, it's fun in that sense that I finally get to check out this figure. Look at this figure. Look at this figure. Is it, is it ever does, do you think this would be something you'd want to do or something that you can parlay into something to do? Or is this a hobby? And when you're, when you're done with it, you're done with it. Um, I don't really see an end. Um, if that makes sense, yeah. there may be a day where I'm just like, I'm done. I don't, I don't feel it. I don't see it. I don't anticipate that. 
Um, so I, I, I don't know. Could this become something real big in the future? That, that would be amazing. Um, I, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's like any kind of goal. Um, because I think at this point, I'm just so shocked at everything that's, you know, all the subs and, and, and followers and all of that. I, I never really set a goal. Um, and it's just all come naturally. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to jinx it in any way to where I put so much serious thought into these things that um, it doesn't work out. And then I become disappointed to where um, it makes me hesitant or not want to do it. Mm-hmm. So if I just keep things um, completely open-minded and, and fresh to what comes and let everything be natural, um, I think that's just a better approach for me. Um you know, if in the future it becomes, it, it becomes so big that I can do that, you know, I can become, get to like a Shardimus level. Uh, that would be amazing. Uh, but that's not, that's not something that I necessarily are stri- am striving for or looking for or setting it's, a goal. It's just, it's interesting because um, there's, there's like a level or there's like a, there's like a barrier sometimes that feels like you, you have to get through it to kind of keep going. Um, Cause I've been doing this. I don't have nearly the following you do, which is, which, which is hard some days. Cause it's like, I've been doing this for almost 15 years in some way, shape or form. Um, and, I, and the podcast is newer. So the podcast has been kind of like the focus because I kind of got burnt out on doing the toy stuff um, in a lot of ways. Like I, I don't mind posting finds. I try to consistently post on Instagram to kind of keep, you know, keep active and stuff. Um, but there's, it's kind of like, it it was getting harder and harder for me to kind of look at a figure like this, um, the pyro and go, you know, what's the articulation? Well, I've already done this figure, you know, three or four other times in some way, shape or form. So it's really the head or, or the, some of the extra pieces that kind of go along with it or how many times have I reviewed storm or, and, and it, you know, me and, um, one of my best friends started, I started the site and then he popped on fairly early and we both kind of burnt out at a certain point because we were doing stuff daily. Like we had five toy reviews a week and it was like, we were just buying as much as we possibly could. And it was it the creative aspect or the, the fun of it um, started to go away. And it's, it's been, for me, it's been this kind of journey on trying to find where I belong because it's I the social media metrics I think really emotionally do stuff to you because if you're looking at it for the views if you're looking at it for the followers that gets really tiring um and really emotional um yeah absolutely because you put a lot of hard work into it and to see that it's not it's not getting the appreciation that it should that that's tough but it's like, but I, but I also feel like there was a time a couple of years ago where I took, I don't know, six months off and my partner kind of at the time was, was keeping up the, the regular posting and keeping things up. And I remember thinking, I felt like something was missing. Like I was like, I didn't, there was a period of time where I was like, I don't know what Marvel Legends are coming. Like I went to Toy Fair one year and I went to one appointment or two appointments because I liked the reps. I knew the people and I wanted to see them but I didn't necessarily want to be at toy fair. I'm like, I don't really care what's going on. Like it doesn't, it doesn't hold. And like the last year or so, it's been a lot more fun 
to kind of be there and kind of like this year really sucked not having not being able to go to San Diego Comic Con, um, even though I needed the break because it's just such a grind um, when you go. And and I hate the, and that's why I've been saying like it's it sucks that I use the word grind to describe it because it's this weird thing where it's it gets a little grindy sometimes and I don't know how to I, I think it's because I haven't figured out where my footing is to be honest with you I think that's the hard part. Well, I mean, how many figure lines do you collect? <laughs> Name it. <laughs> so I think it it becomes a lot more difficult when you're into like every single figure line it's so much easier for me because i'm very streamlined i've i've branched out a little bit right power rangers lightning collection they got me gi joe classified series they got me i hasbro yeah so i think a lot of for me at the core of my instagram and my youtube it's still all about marvel legends for me right so i think that's my benefit compared to others it's because it's for the most part, one line, um, that's kind of what I'm known for. When you have multiple lines, like if I was collecting multiple lines, like it, 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 I would get burnt out because there would be so many more figures to try and review um, and do all of that. So, from, so I, go ahead. No, no. So, so from when you when you were talking earlier, you mentioned the stuff that you collected as a kid. So, I'm going to assume you were a '90s kid. Yeah, born in 85. Okay. So I was born in 79. And so like my boom was like all that stuff. So if you said 85? Yeah. So by the time you were a little bit, you were already like Thundercats was gone. Voltron was gone. He-Man was like on its way out. I I remember, I think my cousins may have had some like Voltron and Thundercats or something. Mm -hmm. I So I have memories of seeing some of those but never having those. Yeah. So like for me, it's like on my desk right now, like I could just turn my head like this and I've got mini mates, Marvel legends, spin master, DC, GI Joe, star Wars, McFarlane, DC, black series, star Wars select. Now Um, I've got the mm, SH figure arts child and Mandalorian. And if I turn, I turn my head this way, And I've got the world's smallest. I've got the Disney toy box. I've got uh, Masters of the Universe mega constructs. Um, I think that's all that's in the room at the moment. I, <laughs> that's what's in the in my current room. That doesn't count like what's what's out in the rest of the house. So so that yeah that that so I can see how it would become a grind with with all of that um because it's just like every day like i found myself there was one week where i was doing instagram i'm like i'm gonna do an instagram live video what i've got today and i hit friday and i'm like oh i've done five days and and i haven't gotten like little things like i got like like a lot <laughs> like i got like i did like one thing a day it was like four things every day and i'm like oh yeah no like this is this is a little claustrophobic um, yeah, that's, that's that's too much. I get overwhelmed with legends sometimes, <laughs> like, and it's just legends in Lightning Collection and Classified series. So it, it just I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do this if I was into multiple lines. There's just there's just no way. I I I, I could not would not I wouldn't be able to handle it. 
because I look at like one buddy of mine in particular, well, a couple of buddy of mine, they're just, just multiple lines. I'm like, how do you do it? How, how could you possibly keep up with everything that is releasing? There is just way too much stuff. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. And, and the, the thing that, that got me the other day was I was like, you know, cause I decided that Thundercats was going to be like my line. Oh yeah. No, I've got Thundercat reactions behind the computer. It's behind the screen. Um, I decided Thundercats were going to be, as a kid, Thundercats was my thing. Like it was just absolutely my favorite toy cartoon growing up. So I said Thundercats was going to be my all in line. So I buy a set to open and a set to keep in the box from Super 7. Um, yeah. <laughs> Those are pricey too, aren't they? They, they are, but it, it's the line I always wanted. And I want to make sure that I support, I put the money where where I can't like, I don't ask them. There are times, time to time, some companies will send me samples and stuff or they'll say, let us know. Um, and they've been great about that. Um, but I, you know, told Brian, I'm like, you know, no, no, I buy two of everything because I want to make sure that you keep making these. So I'm putting my money where my mouth is and saying, let's support the line. Um, but everything else, like I realize, like, I like He-Man. I'm not like, but He-Man was my first figure line. Like the first toy I remember buying was a He-Man figure. And there's something about that, that like I realize I've got the world's smallest. I've got the mega constructs. I've got the minis that just the blind little box minis. I bought the origin line. I have the 2000 X line. I've got the classics. Um, I've got um, the originals um, in addition um, to that. And I'm like, I don't really like He-Man that much. Why do I have so much He-Man shit? And I just, you know, it's same thing with GI Joe's. Like I had to pull myself back when they made those. I see the the display behind you of the, um, the retro carded stuff. Um, And I had to stop myself because I'm like, no, I bought the 25th anniversary and they're the same figures with different pieces, like kit bash. They're kit bashed. Basically most of the, 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 the single carded ones, the vehicles, Uh some of the stuff's new, but the, the single cards are either kit bashes or like one new thing or a San. I think the Baroness is like a mix of like the 25th and, and the San Diego comic-con exclusive, like same thing with Destro. Like there's, they, they mix and match some of the parts. I'm like, I can't rationalize doing that again. Like I'd like to put a period on some things. Um, yeah. And it's, oh, and I do Transformers. Um, but this is my last, <laughs> I know you're shaking your head. I don't know how to, as as an early 80s kid, I don't know how to shut that off because I'm essentially trying to recreate what I had as a kid. Um, or yeah, these are the my buddies are the same exact way. They, it's all about nostalgia for them. So they're, they're 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 getting hit with all these different lines. My nostalgia was Spider-Man the animated series. Mm-hmm. X-Men the animated series. So you know, it, it fits, it fits. Yeah. And then MCU, you know, that, that's everything. Cause this is just my MCU and MCU Spider-Man that's back here. So that was my nostalgia. So I don't have the nostalgia for Transformers. He-Man, I never watched. Thundercats, I, I just don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I can't do it. I watched the Transformers movie the other day, that, that <laughs> animated movie. And I will tell you right now, I did not enjoy it. I thought it sucked. Oh, it's not the best. It's no, it's not. I remember watching it in the theater going, I really liked Hot Rod. Like for some reason that new class of Transformers really stuck with me. But okay. I like, yeah, no, I, it's not, you know. 
It's not yeah, one of those it, things that holds up as well. He-Man does not hold up at all. Jesus. Yeah, you you get the nostalgia blinders, and it's like, what? If you like, even for me, and I can comfortably say this, I tried watching Spider-Man the animated series again. I can't. I it it doesn't hold up for me, and yet I still love it. But I can say right now, like it it doesn't it doesn't hold up. Now X-Men still holds up. But Spider-Man, I just don't – I just – I'm like, what did I see in this show? Well, I – right before we, we talked, I was sitting on the couch, and I'm like, I'm going to throw on something. I threw on Spider-Man as Amazing Friends. And I'm like, eh, it's not bad. I was like, I, I get why I watch. It was Saturday morning. I grabbed a little bit of ice cream like I did as a kid, and I sat in front of the TV, and I watched <laughs> Spider-Man as Amazing Friends to end yeah, the I morning. I never watched that one, actually. So that one I don't know anything about. It's 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 basically X Men and Spider Man teaming up together, and that's why everybody wants a Firestar because she was the last of that. Because they did a Bobby, they did a classic carded Iceman, and they did the new retro carded Spider Man. So everybody's like, "Well, we need the Firestar to kind of complete the trio." Um, it's been my number one finally. want finally. Um, finally. But yeah, no, it's like this. <clears throat> but for me, I guess I look at it a little bit differently because I'm trying to make this more of a job. And for me looking at it going, I'm sitting here with three different Mandalorian figures <clears throat> to my left right now. Cause I've got the Beskar armor. I've got the SH figure arts and I've got the Bubba Fett from diamond. And it's looking at the differences between them, knowing what's going on in the industry, understanding a little bit of like the sculpting and, and what goes into it. Like how many times are we going to buy a Boba Fett figure? How many times are we going to be an Optimus prime? How many times are we going to buy a Spider-Man or a Wolverine? Um, and it's, it's why, why does that drive us? And I think that that's a lot of kind of what I've been looking at. Cause I feel like it, it's harder for me to talk about the stuff if I don't know what else is out there. Um, because I like the toy industry as a whole, and I think that's kind of where I, I guess I still haven't found my my niche, um, which is the hard part because it's it's so fragmented. Because um, you know I I envy people that can kind of just like zoom in on things um, and really turn things down because I don't seem to be able to have that skill. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you're not alone. So remember yeah. that. You're definitely not alone. Um, I made I made a rule. I've made several rules. I've broken every single one except one, my no toy biz rule. Um, I, I, I mean, it, it, you just have to try, I guess. I mean, so it, it's hard for me because I don't – because I can't put myself in that situation where it's all these different lines like Teenage NECA Ninja Turtles. Okay, I, I mean they they look cool. Sure, I, they're not for me. I don't have any of them. I have movie figures, but that's it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I even still want those. Um, so, you know, I'm not sure. I just don't have that nostalgia feel. So I think for the ones that grew up in the '80s, for all you guys, all you collectors, it, it's the figures are just so incredibly well done now um, compared to what they were when you were a kid that you know they just look so amazing it's like you have to have them and i can completely appreciate that i just don't have that connection so that's just what it is for me but for you know anyone growing up in the 80s i can completely understand why you would want all these the neck and ninja turtle figures all those different things i get it i do um I, it's just 
doesn't hit it for me. And I think it, it it's a little bit too of the idea of it was something new in pop culture. Like it wasn't something because I remember going to the store as a kid and my mom looking at the back of the package going, oh, there's more. We should get everything that's on the back of the package. Like I clearly remember that feeling of looking at the back of He-Man and her going, we need the rest of these. And then picking up a superpowers and going, okay, we have one, two, and four. We have to find, you know, three, five, seven, nine. Like we have to find the rest. Like it's it's a checklist. It's not a... It's not an advertisement. It's not just like an ad, like a billboard ad. Like it is a checklist that you have to check off. And that was ingrained. And and it and I heard somebody talking about it <clears throat> before the early 80s. That wasn't really a thing. Like G.I. Joe kids as kids had like the 12 inch G.I. Joes or they had like the Mego figures. But it wasn't necessarily like this checklist that you work off of. Um and I think a lot of people got into that mode, that mindset of like, we have to have to have them all. Like we have to check off everything on this list to feel complete or, or you, and there are times I've broken that cycle. Like Lego, <clears throat> I had a rule where I was only doing um, comic things. Like I wasn't buying the movie sets. I was only buying the comic sets. Um and I was able to break away from that because I was like, okay, well, I can't, I have to choose either I either get Marvel Legends or I get Lego. I'd rather get Marvel Legends. So like I've stopped Legos for the most part. Like there's still a couple here and there I'll pick up, but um, it's really hard to break that, you know, that cycle that was in like three or three or four years old, like ingrained, like you have to get these all. And it just, it left that, that feeling. Wow. Kudos to your mom for, for saying you have to get them all because I don't know how many of us had parents that would say, you, well, you have to get them all. They're like, you want another one? What? Um, yeah, no, I was lucky. My mom, my mom was already good. I, you know, a typical Korean mom, you know, was just, you know, always wanting to spend money or whatever. And she wasn't really around a whole lot growing up. So um i i always had so many toys not not that i was a completist in any way but you know if there was something i wanted she would get it um you know especially like birthdays and the, those special occasions or whatever um you know she she would make it happen and that was her way of of showing her love in ways that she didn't mm-hmm. right so i so i had a lot of those things so um that's just I guess my love for those figures just came through, but I was never really a completist, you know, until the last couple of years uh, for me. So, um, you know, my dad was, my dad, he doesn't get it now. He never did. He never really bought me any figures either. Um, So I never had anyone saying that, well, you have to get them all. It was always me just wanting the cool ones. And now I'm saying I have to have them all. Yeah. No, my dad, my dad was the same way. Like he never was into the toy stuff. He never, I still have the one toy I remember him buying me. It's either a Han Solo or a Luke Skywalker from Empire Strikes Back in the Hoth gear. And I don't know. I can't. You can't tell which one it is, to be honest with you, because they all looked just white guy in a parka. Like, it was whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, like, every year it was kind of like this. I guess it did more damage than I thought. It was every year. Like, every Christmas there was a theme. So, like, 85 was Thundercats. So like when I opened up everything under the tree, it was every Thundercat figure and vehicle that was there. And then the next year it was, you know, Voltron. So it was the castle and all the lines. And then the next year it was, so it was like this continuing theme of like, and then during the year we would just fill in 
whatever we didn't have. Um, and I can remember like going hunting, like asking him like 86, 87, like going, hi, can you check the back room to see if you have any more of these? And like, it was, I don't know why my family, my mom and my aunt did it, but they just, they, they ingrained this in me of like, here's what you got to do to get what you want. And you're just, and I still do it today. Like I'm still like surrounded and I'm looking around going, Oh yeah, no, there's more toys in here. The back to the future's behind me. <laughs> I'm like the hellfire cards, guards are over there. I've got 10 of those so far. Um, yeah, I, have yeah. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I limit myself army building. I don't have room in my detox for that. I can't do that. See, I want, you, you know, the display that have, did you go to San Diego comic-con? Do you, Last year, I, I've went. I've been the last two years. Okay, two, three, two years. So the the Marvel Universe, the Marvel Legends display in the middle. Uh-huh. That's my goal to have for every line I have to have that and like. I that would be amazing. Yeah, like I think I counted. Um, I've got like twenty six or twenty four Hydra, twenty two Aim. Uh, I don't know ten Hellfire, and then when Shield comes out, the the you know, the governor gets let off and I just go nuts and how many uh, shield soldiers can I have? Um, but yeah, it's, it is a problem. It, 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 it takes a lot of focus and a lot of dedication to kind of figure out like where to, where to put your energy a lot of times. So. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I can't imagine with, with the number of lines that you're in, which is all of them, all of the lines. Yeah. I don't do power Rangers. I will admit I don't do power Rangers. I was too old. I was too, like, it just was, I I would turn it on or people would, I'd see the toys and I go, that's Voltron. Like that's literally Voltron. They're in the same colors. They do the same thing. I'm like, I can't, I'd rather go buy Voltron toys. Like I'd rather go do that. So, um, so we hit we're, another we're, one that didn't hold up. Power Rangers, oh god, yeah, no. Mighty no. Morphin, those seasons were absolutely terrible. Yeah, terrible. But I loved it when I was a kid. Um, so we we're over an hour. So um, I want to say thank you for taking the time out today and talking to us. Um, do you want to tell everybody where to find your stuff, like uh, your YouTube and your your Twitter and um, um, Instagram? Yeah. So everything is MCU Collector Twenty Four. So YouTube, you can search MCU Collector Twenty Four. Instagram at MCU Collector 24, Twitter at MCU Collector 24. So um, I try to make it easy for everybody by being streamlined and having the same um, tag um, across all platforms. So um, all the social media sites, MCU Collector 24. Thank you so much for taking the time. It was great to talk to you. And uh, yeah, let us know how we can help too. We're always willing to share out and do all that stuff. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Lots Had a great conversation. Lots of fun. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, everybody. This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!